Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Well, if you thought that Brian Kelly was assembling a, a championship defensive staff, bringing in Blake Baker from Missouri and Bo Davis from Texas, then you would be right. But Brian Kelly does it yet again. You are locked on LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brian Kelly is not messing around when it comes to defensive staff hires. Welcome in to Locked On LSU. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. My name is Caroline Fenton, and I'm your host, as I am every single day. I'm a local radio host in Nashville, also host on SiriusXM channels as well. I would appreciate you for being here and always appreciate you for making us your first listen every single day. Um, I hope everyone's staying safe and warm uh, where I am in Nashville. I've been snowed in all day. We've got about seven, eight inches of snow. Um, so if you are affected by the winter storms, I know that Dallas has been freezing the past couple of days, Houston, even experiencing some snow as well. So I hope that everyone stays warm, stays safe. And if you can stay off the roads, I highly, highly recommend that you do so. Uh, all right, let's get into it because Brian Kelly adds yet another, yet another elite staffer to this LSU defensive coaching staff. So Blake Baker hired uh, from Missouri to be LSU's next defensive coordinator. And then Bo Davis comes in. Bo Davis, the defensive line coach at Texas. I mean, Texas's defensive line was a force this past season. LSU, uh, excuse me, Texas had the third best run defense in all of college football. Uh, in 2023, it ranked 35th in college football with number of sacks. Uh, they had three defensive linemen with at least five sacks or more on the season. You catch by drift. Bo Davis is widely regarded as one of the best, if not the best defensive line coaches in all of college football. But D Brent Kelly said, well, that's not enough for me. That is not enough for bringing in a defensive coordinator that turned Missouri's defense around from the what, 113th best defense in the country to then the 25th best defense in the country in just two years, that's not enough. Bringing in Bo Davis and paying him a pretty, pretty penny to come in and coach this defensive line simply was not enough because it was announced over the, uh, late last week that Brian Kelly has brought in Kevin Peoples, defensive line coach from Missouri, to help out uh, Bo Davis and to help coach this defensive line. Now, first and foremost, Frank Kelly just showing absolutely zero mercy to the Missouri Tigers this season. Not only do you go into their house and spoil their undefeated season at the midpoint of the season this past year, not only do you poach away their defensive coordinator mere days after he signed an extension, but you also take their defensive line coach as well. I mean, my goodness, zero mercy. Uh, but Kevin Peoples, Missouri defensive line coach, has been brought in to LSU to help bolster up the pass rush. He's going to 
help coach up the the edge rushers and, and kind of the the guys on the edge there just to help this defensive line get after the quarterback. So now you are looking at a defensive coaching staff of Blake Baker, Bo Davis, and Kevin Peoples. Now, of course, you still need to bring in a safeties coach, a cornerbacks coach. Will it be Corey Raymond? I feel like there's a lot of smoke there. Uh, for there not to be fire. But, of course, whenever you have a, a cornerback's coach opening at LSU, Corey Raymond is going to be in the conversation. But so far, your defensive coaching staff is a really well-respected, young defensive coordinator in Blake Baker that had a really impressive body at work at Missouri. Bo Davis, you're bringing him home. Of course, Bo Davis played at LSU and uh, started his career as GA at LSU in the early 2000s. And then you bring in Kevin Peoples. Bo Davis and Kevin Peoples are widely regarded as two of the best defensive line coaches in America. So, you know, one question that I have to answer myself is, why would Kevin Peoples make a move like this? Whenever Blake Baker was hired at LSU and ultimately decided to to jump ship from Missouri and go to LSU, a lot of Missouri fans were saying, oh, that's a lateral move. And I understand fans are going to fan. Um, it's simply not a lateral move. You know, you... you of course, you have the same job, you hold the same position, but LSU is a much, much better program than Missouri is. You can recruit better players at LSU than you can at Missouri, and that is nothing to take away from what Eli Drinkwitz has done for this program and how good Missouri's season was this past year and how I believe that they are starting to build a foundation to compete with some of the top teams in the SEC, but they're just not quite there yet. So it wasn't a lateral move. It's an upgrade for uh, Blake Baker. But for Kevin Peoples, he's going from being the position coach, from being the defensive line coach, to kind of being the assistant defensive line coach, to kind of being more so the outside linebackers coach. That's not an upgrade, in, at least in title, that you go from being defensive line coach to kind of being behind Bo Davis. So why would Kevin Peoples make a move like this? I think it, it shows a couple of things, and both of those things are positives for LSU. First and foremost, I think it shows that Kevin Peoples has the utmost respect and belief in Blake Baker. That if Kevin Peoples wanted to maybe set himself up on a trajectory to become an, a defensive co coordinator ultimately, then you would probably stay at Missouri, a place where he could serve as the defensive line coach. And it's a place that looks, you know, it looks prepped and ready to maybe take that next step to be a more consistent winning program. But he did it. He decided to follow Blake Baker at LSU. I think that shows a lot uh, on, on Blake Baker's character and his ability as a defensive coordinator. I think the second thing, it shows that he believes in LSU, that he believes in what this defense and this program can be. And they may be looking at some of the talent either on the roster, talent up and coming on the roster, or the potential for the talent across the state of Louisiana and the areas that, that uh, LSU focuses in on a lot, Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida areas, and says, oh, yeah, that's, that's a place that I want to be. So I think it speaks volumes about LSU's program, about the potential of LSU's defense, about Blake Baker himself, and of course, about Brian Kelly, that Kevin Peoples made a move like this. Now, let's not be naive. Probably got a pretty penny to do so as well. So you, you signed Blake Baker to a three-year deal 
worth about two and a half million, 2.2 base, and then the 900,000 total buyout. Bo Davis, he's getting paid over a million dollars a year, and that increases every single year. I'm sure Kevin Peoples is making a pretty penny as well. Got a lot of money tied up in that defensive coaching staff. So you might ask yourself, why is this a move that Brian Kelly would make? Why is this, why is bringing in essentially a second defensive line coach necessary? It's a lot of money tied up in some coaches. I think it shows a couple of things. First, just how much help you needed. How Brian Kelly looks at what this defensive line did this past season and says, that is unacceptable. It's not good enough. We're not going to tolerate that here at LSU. I think it also shows Brian Kelly's commitment to winning in the trenches. You know, I know, Brian Kelly knows, every coach in this league knows. And if they want to hold on to their job for a considerable amount of time, they should know that the key to winning in this league is winning battles in the trenches, is dominating at the line of scrimmage. LSU didn't do that defensively this past year. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, not too many concerns there about uh, about winning those those battles up front. The defense, you couldn't get any pressure on the quarterback this past year. And with that amount of talent, that was unacceptable. So Brian Kelly is looking at this defensive line and saying, we are not going to have any holes, but we need a lot of help. And we need a lot of help in terms of coaching up the players that we've got and adding a lot of depth to the interior of this defensive line because it's hurting and I'm concerned. And we'll get into that. Now that you brought in Bo Davis, now that you brought in Kevin Peoples, what kind of talent are they working with? We will get into that coming up after just a few words from our sponsors. All right, I want to tell you about FanDuel. The NFL regular season has wrapped up. We are now in the playoffs. We had a really fun wild card weekend, but there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. And the app is so easy to use. There are so many different ways to bet, like live, same game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab, or you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays. And honestly, it's my favorite way to bet. I think you get the best value with a fun parlay. We've got games on Monday night. Also got the divisional round of the playoffs coming up this upcoming weekend. So check out all of the action on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. You can visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on and new customers will get a $150 back in bonus bets guaranteed when all you have to do is just place a $5 bet. I love FanDuel. I think you will too. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
right. Thanks again for making Locked On LSU your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, we are part of the Locked On Network, your team every single day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. And subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, let's get into it because Kevin Peoples, Missouri defensive line coach, was just hired at LSU to work in tandem with former Texas defensive line coach Bo Davis and, of course, former LSU defensive lineman Bo Davis as well. If you recognize that name, you are correct. That is former LSU Tiger Bo Davis. Uh, So you got the coaching staff. You got two of the best defensive line coaches in the game. And they're making a pretty penny while doing so. And they're about to earn their paychecks to work with the personnel, to work with the defensive line group as currently constructed. Now, you still are working with the transfer portal. Alabama has reopened the transfer portal because after a coach retires or is fired or leaves, there's a 30-day window. So there are some Alabama players that could enter the transfer portal. I mentioned that on a former podcast. Some areas that need some depth that you could potentially find on uh, on players from Alabama's roster that do decide to transfer with it. That's on the offensive line. You need depth there. Uh, of course, in the secondary, you need corner depth. You need interior lo- defensive line depth. You need that so desperately. So this, this is the challenge for Bo Davis and Kevin Peoples. This is where they earn their paycheck to coach up some of those guys in the defensive line room. Because you've got Mason Smith, who was declared for the NFL draft. Of course, Makai Wingo declared for the NFL draft right after LSU's bowl game. Uh, losing Mason Smith, I can't really put into words how much of a hit that is to this LSU defense. Look, Mason Smith fell short of expectations this past year. That I felt like with Mason Smith, every year it was okay, we're waiting for a breakout. We're waiting for Mason Smith to have that sheer and utter domination for Mason Smith to be more of a household name across the SEC. And maybe he is. Maybe that's a a complete mischaracterization and misjudgment on my part. I don't think that that's necessarily the case as much as it is with Harold Perkins, who is a proven game breaker. Mason Smith, in 2022, was poised for a breakout, and then obviously tears his ACL against Florida State. He's out for the entirety of the season. Poised for a breakout in 2023, and it just never really got there. Of course, he made some big plays, and of course, he was able to get after the quarterback on occasion. It just wasn't really what you would expect from a guy that was really, uh, for a big consensus, the best player out of his recruiting class. That he has that really rare and special combination of size and speed. So I understand that Mason Smith didn't necessarily do what we expected him to do. At least didn't do what I expected him to do. But just with the amount of talent that he has and the coaches that you're bringing in, I would have loved to have seen what a Bo Davis, Mason Smith love child would have looked like. Because I think it would have been sheer and utter wreckage and carnage on uh, offensive lines that LSU faces this upcoming season. But you don't have those guys anymore. You don't have Mason Smith anymore. You don't have Makai Wingo anymore. You are desperate, desperate for some depth, just some bodies, some experience 
on the interior defensive line. Now, you have a couple of pieces that are coming in. Dominic McKinley, of course, five-star defensive lineman, one of the top players in the 2024 class, originally committed to Texas A&M. He's a Louisiana kid, decommitted from Texas A&M when Jimbo Fisher was fired, and then recommitted to LSU and ultimately signed at LSU on early signing day. Um, now, as far as Dominic McKinley is concerned, I'm not going to rest my laurels on a true freshman, no matter how impressive and talented he is, no matter if it's a five-star or a two-star or anything in between. I cannot rest my laurels on a true freshman being the savior on the defensive line. Now, if he is, great, wonderful. That makes your job that much easier because now you got a game breaker for the next three seasons. Wonderful. Work here is done. I'm not going to rely on that. So I'm not going to rely on Dominic McKinley stepping up and filling in that role of Mason Smith right away. I just don't think that that's necessarily fair. You're bringing Sean Washington in as well. I think that's a name that kind of gets swept under the rug a little bit, maybe under the radar. Uh, a JUCO transfer. He originally committed to LSU in 2020, decommitted from LSU, committed to Georgia. After about six months at Georgia, he ended up transferring to a JUCO now coming back to LSU and talking about the, the rare size, the, the rare combination of size and speed. Sean Washington has got the size. I'm not going to act like I have watched any Sean Washington tape at uh, his community college in Mississippi. I have not. I don't know if the speed is there. But every time Brian Kelly talks about Sean Washington, he's really optimistic. So if he's getting coached by Kevin Peoples and by Bo Davis, I, I'm excited to see what can come from a guy like Sean Washington that has some experience at the college level, at the JUCO level. But again, I am not going to rely on two newcomers to be your answer on the defensive line. You know, you're bringing in Ahmad Bro in this upcoming class. He's a three-star edge rusher out of Louisiana. Gabriel Relaford, a four-star out of Louisiana. And Kalash Cobbins, another four-star edge rusher. He got a lot of depth on the edge. But how many of those guys could potentially step up and play on the interior? And their first season, again, not going to rely on that. What I want to see is Deshaun Womack stepping up and playing a larger role in the defensive line. Deshaun Womack, a five-star true freshman this past year that we saw some work from, and we saw flashes of what he could be and how he could impact, impact the game. We just didn't see enough. I want to see him step up and take that next step forward. But even with, you know, Deshaun Womack or and, and a Savion Jones or any of those other pieces that you might have on the defensive line in-house already, Jacoby and Guillory, is another one that's still not enough. You still are going to have to go into the transfer portal and find just more bodies just to give you more depth. And you're playing a very dangerous game there that we learned in terms of the secondary of when you go out there and you just get whatever bodies are available, sometimes, most of the time, those players are not going to be playing to the level that is expected at LSU. Now, if they're going to be coached up by anyone, they can be coached up by this defensive coaching staff. I feel good about that in terms of the, the body of work that we've seen specifically from uh, specifically, specifically from Bo Davis as far as the defensive line is concerned. Um, but you still just need depth. You don't have any depth there. So that is going to be another one of my off-season priorities for LSU. Find some more defensive line depth. And also 
see how much more you can get out of the guys in the house this year than maybe Matt House was not able to do this past year. So I feel great about the coaching staff. Personnel and roster and depth, that's a completely different story. All right, I want to take a quick football breather coming up next because LSU women's basketball did fall to the Auburn Tigers over the weekend. What went wrong? What does that mean? We'll get into that coming up next. All right, I want to tell you about Jace Medical. I know that you come here and we come to sports to escape some of the crazy realities of real life, but let's just talk for a minute about preparing for real life. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of the antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. I mean, that is scary. I was dealing with the flu over Christmas. I felt miserable and thank goodness I had medication to help me feel better. I don't know how how I would have made it through had I not had that medication available to me. And I cannot imagine a more helpless feeling than myself or a loved one, or I don't have kids, but I can only imagine parents out there, if you're listening, how scary it is when your kids get sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication that they needed. So thankfully we'll be okay because of Jay's Medical. The Jay's case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among so many others. I mean, this stuff could happen to literally any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It has never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to get $20 off of your order. Rolling along here on Locked on LSU. Exciting moves in terms of the defensive coaching staff. Blake Baker hired as defensive coordinator. And then Bo Davis from Texas. And now Kevin Peoples from Missouri. Question is, how much are they going to be working with? You got Dominic McKinley coming in, and I am excited about that. Can Dominic McKinley help you game one, week one, against USC in Vegas? I'm, I Hopefully. Maybe. I hope. That'd be great, but I'm also not going to bank on it. What can Bo Davis and Kevin Peoples do with the personnel that you have in place? How many players across the country, defensive linemen across the country, who have entered the transfer portal and are currently looking for their next stop, looking at what, you know, essentially, you know, Avengers squad, Brian Kelly is building in Baton Rouge and, is in, and says, I, I want to get, involved with that we'll see how many how many players that have entered the transfer portal how many players may be at a school like in Arizona or Washington or Alabama that had coaching changes the transfer portal window is still open for them how many more players could enter the transfer portal and look at what LSU is doing and saying huh it's uh, it's awfully attractive over there that should be interesting you got the coaching staff in place now the the depth is the question for me um I want to get into a little bit of women's basketball. LSU women's basketball was handed their second loss of the season at the hands of the Auburn Tigers over the weekend. They fall to Auburn on the road at Neville Arena, 67-62. to Now, look, I understand that when you have a team like the LSU women's team that does not lose very often, it feels shocking 
when they do. It essentially feels like the world is ending. The sky is falling when they lose a basketball game. I felt it, especially when they lost that first game of the season against Colorado. Everyone in America was talking about how Kim Mulkey doesn't have it anymore. LSU women's basketball has a hangover when it's really like, okay, everyone call down. Um, it's the first game of the year. You have a lot of new pieces. You brought in some players via the transfer portal. So it, it's going to take some time for this group to mesh. I'm feeling that same kind of world is ending vibe, maybe from the LSU fan base. What I will say is this. Look, if you can't score, you're not going to win games. It just was not LSU's day offensively. I didn't make a single three and only attempted two against Auburn. You know, when you're shooting barely 40% from the field, it's going to be difficult to, to win basketball games. When Haley Van Lith goes one for nine from the field and 0 for one from three points, you're not going to win very many basketball games whenever you turn the ball over as much as they did. I mean, Auburn's defense, credit the world to them. They were able to really kind of shake up LSU's offense and and took away, I think, what they wanted to do. Took, took getting into a groove away from this LSU women's basketball team. But credit to Auburn. You know, I, they, they really brought their best stuff. They were prepared to limit Angel Reese. They were prepared to limit Anissa Morrow, who completed just over half of her, her shots from the field. It just wasn't their day. Did it look not so great at times? Absolutely. Am I going to panic? Absolutely not. Because that's what college, that's what happens in college basketball. You lose games on the road. It happens, especially at Auburn, which is an underratedly difficult place to play. And it's probably more so true for the men's team. But still, overall, it's it's not an easy place to play in the slightest. So I'm not going to panic. It was a bad day. It's not a bad team. Kim Mulkey always preaches accountability. We've already seen a few players come out publicly and say, hey, I'm taking accountability for this. I saw Angel Reese tweeted uh, after the game. Hey, that one's on me. I'm going to get back. Go Tigers. And that's the thing is it's a bummer to lose, especially in the fashion in which you did. But you've got some really important and key games coming up. You know, you've got a quick turnaround. You're playing Alabama later on this week. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, you've got the number one team in the country in South Carolina coming to your house. You've got basketball college game day coming to your house in just over a week. It's about how they respond to this. We haven't had to see this, this team respond to a ton of adversity over the last few seasons because they win a lot of games. How they respond is going to be key. And it's going to show a lot about the leadership on this team. So if you're upset or disappointed in the loss, I don't blame you. Losses are always disappointing. But it does not mean that this season is over. It does not mean that the goals of this team, of back-to-back national championships, are dead. It's a loss, and it happens in college basketball. Get right and get a win at Alabama later on this week. That's going to do it for me today. Thank you again for making Locked on LSU your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, more transfer portal talk, and also Junior Day is coming up. We'll chat with Brian Smith later on this week and all of that coming up on the next edition of Locked on LSU.